on. All right. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome Happy to NPL Legal Dish. This is my class where I teach business and legal concepts using pop and celebrity news. If it is your first time watching the show or if you're hearing the playback on the podcast and you're wondering who is this lady who's talking, who you're seeing in front of you, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL LLC, a business formation firm. What that means, people like yourself, get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have uh, your business registered with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNCE numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, NDAs, um, not agreements, uh, partner agreements, operating agreements. I help you get those together. Basic brand protection strategy, hiring, stra- um, hiring policies that don't get you sued for discrimination. I help you put all of those foundational pieces of your business together. Um, and if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, I'm so happy you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is where I come in. All right. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you would like, you know, a legal friend to hold your hand, because sometimes the road to entrepreneurship, it can be a little bit scary. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. That is where you're going to be able to book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you are also going to be able to download the free business launch cheat sheet that will help you start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also subscribe to the YouTube page, post all, they weren't always stored on there, but YouTube has free. Hey Margaret, YouTube beginning. So if you're, you know, if you're just kind of like a, a pop culture, legal news junkie, uh, subscribe to the YouTube page, go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm to get it there. Okay. All right. Uh, but that is enough about, uh, me and the business. Let's get on to how the show works. Just in case we have some new people who might be listening, here is how it works. So I pull stories from the news stories, uh, that you guys send me stories that I find on blog sites and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners. Um, and excuse me. And it's, it's a dialogue between us. So it's a conversation. Okay. So don't be afraid to drop your questions, to give your comments as long as they are respectful. It's a lot more participate. And I, Hey, 76 Grim K. Hey, and I will be asking questions. I will be asking emojis in the box, um, to, to, to make sure that you understand what's happening. So that means that you got to pay attention. All right. So let's get started with our first story of the evening. Okay. If you have a Netflix account, please give me an N in the comments. If you have a Netflix account, whether you pay for it or not, maybe you just have the login, give me an N in the comments, please, okay? I should, like, everybody should be, I know y'all got Netflix accounts, okay? Mm-mm-mm. I want to see at least at least one, one of y'all got, y'all, nobody has a Netflix, thank you, thank you, 76 Grimk, <laughs> I was like, come on, guys, okay, so, uh, 76 Grimk, have you ever watched Narcos on Netflix, 
Are you a Narcos fan? 76 Grimke. Hey, Deidre. Thank you for the end. Hi, Mark. Maracuya flower juice botanicals. Um, Deidre, thank you for the end. Deidre, have you ever watched Narcos on Netflix? Um, has anybody here watching? Has anyone watched Narcos? Okay. 76 Grimke said no. Um, if you didn't know Narcos, it's a series that is based on the, the rise to power of Pablo Escobar, the famous, you know, drug kingpin. Um, it's pretty popular with a lot of people. I posted it in my stories yesterday, uh, as a poll. You haven't? Okay. Um, I posted it in my polls yesterday to see how many people are fans. And more than half of the people who responded said that they are fans of Narcos. Now, I haven't watched it. It's not really my thing, but a lot of other people do. Anyway, um, uh, apparently, um, some of the scenes in Netflix, someone took issue with them. There is a journalist by the name of, oh, it's too violent for you, 76 Grim K. Um, I'm trying to remember, have I even watched one episode? I don't even know if I've watched one episode to even know what the violence level is. Um, okay. But, uh, so there is a, a woman by the name of Virginia Vallejo. She is a journalist, uh, who wrote a memoir about her relationship with Pablo Escobar. So she, she had, she had an affair with Pablo Escobar, you know, during his time as a drug kingpin. And she wrote a book about it called Amando a Pablo and Odiando a Escobar, which means loving Pablo hating Escobar, right? Um, and she writes about her relationship with Pablo Escobar. Uh, and she said that Netflix, the Narcos series on Netflix, that they stole three scenes from her book. Um, three, 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 um, three sex scenes, I believe. Um, I don't remember the exact, um, scenes that were stolen, but she said that they lifted a few scenes from her book. Now they didn't take any of the dialogue. She said that they stole the situation. So one scene took place in a hotel room. One scene took place, you know, at someone's home. And she was basically saying that the scenarios that were set up, even though the dialogue, there was no dialogue taken, it was similar to the one in her book and, uh, they stole it from her. Right. And she said they also stole the themes of power and manipulation, which I don't understand. How do you steal the theme of power and manipulation? I, I feel like that is the theme of pretty much any series about, you know, particularly a drug kingpin, right? Anyway, so Virginia Vallejo, she sued Netflix. She said, you stole from my book. This is copyright infringement. I want, uh, I want some money. Um, and the court did not uh, agree with her. The court actually sided with Netflix. And not only did they side with Netflix, they awarded Netflix $250,000 in fees. So basically they said Netflix had to spend all of this money to defend against this ridiculous copyright infringement case. So we are going to award them $250,000. So Virginia Vallejo has to pay Netflix $250,000. So do you guys think that the court got it right? Was Virginia Vallejo reaching? 
or is, uh, or, you know, did the court get it wrong? And Netflix did steal these scenes. Now, keep in mind in the Netflix series, um, they have a character by the name of Valeria Velez, who was supposed to be kind of in a, uh, you know, a combination of all of these different people who come into Pablo Escobar's life. But I want to know what you guys think about the ruling of the court. Yes, Deidre, she has to pay. The court basically said, you wasted our time and you wasted Netflix's time, so you have to pay their court fees. So she has to pay $250,000. So I want to know, what do you think, Deidre? Do you think the court got it right or do you think the court got it wrong? Margaret said, yes, the court got it right. Um, 76 Grimke said, I agree with the court. That's a reach. Right, I agree with that too. Like, there are so many... You, you basically are trying to co-opt an entire idea. And remember, when we talk about intellectual property, intellectual property, you cannot, um, you cannot copyright or trademark an idea. It must be concrete. So unless your book said, you know, it was this kind of chair, this kind of bed, you know, and, you know, in this city and whatever, whatever, and the scene was set up the exact same way, maybe then you might have some type of argument. But, and also there's no dialogue. So it's not like they can say, look, they stole my, they stole from my book word for word because they didn't take any of your dialogue. They probably researched Pablo Escobar's life, found, you know, scenarios that were interesting and put them together. And Virginia Vallejo was like, well, some of those scenes that you put together, those were directly from my book. Um, and the court said, girl, please. So now she has to come up with $250,000 to pay Netflix. Um, Sincere39 said, did Netflix have to get approval from Escobar's wife for the show? Um, probably. They pro- probably. I know that his wife does have control over his trademarks. I, they Remember, we, we've talked about his trademarks quite a bit on this show because... Um, I believe one of his wife was uh, and his daughter were battling it out in court, and then as well, Two Chains was sued by the Escobar family because he named his restaurant after Pablo Escobar. So if so, if they were going after Two Chains, I'm pretty sure you know Netflix got their approval for this Narcos um, for this Narcos series. Uh, Deirdre Pollock said, "Did Netflix use creative licensing?" Yes, Deirdre, creative licensing. Um, awesome. Thank you for that. 76 Grimke said he was on the run for many years in all types of living situations. Exactly, right? So who knows how many other journalists he had love affairs with? Who knows how many other hotel rooms he met women in, you know? So you can't just co-opt the entire idea. And the court basically said, girl, you wasted our time. So run Netflix all of this money that they had to spend on lawyers. So... Uh, do you guys think Virginia Vallejo has $250,000 to give Netflix? If you think Virginia Vallejo has this money to give Netflix, give me a thumbs up. If you think she's going to try to appeal and get this, uh, you know, damn, um, fees award vacated, give me a thumbs down. If you think Virginia is going to be able to pay this fee, this $250,000 fee, Give me a thumbs up. If you think she's going to appeal and try and get this fee vacated, give me a thumbs down. 
Oh, uh, one other thing. Um, Cynthia 39 said, yeah, Pablo had a lot of money and a lot of women. He did. He did. Deirdre Pollock said, nope. Cynthia 39 is giving me the thumbs down. Oh, I also wanted to, I forgot to let you guys know that um, there was a movie put out in 2018 based on Virginia Vallejo's book. It was called Loving Pablo and it starred Penelope Cruz. So if you want to see, I guess, what the book is, you know, is essentially about, you can go check out Loving Pablo starring Penelope Cruz. Okay, I've got two, I've got three thumbs down. I got Deirdre, Cynthia, 39, and 76, Grimkay giving me thumbs down. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Virginia is not going, going to want to fork over a quarter of a million dollars. I doubt that she has it. You know, and while certain journalists, I'm sure, do make a lot of money, I don't know if Virginia makes that much. So good luck to her, okay? All right. We are moving to our second and final story of the evening. And then if we have time left, we are going to go into Q&A. Again, I want to apologize for not being on last night, but I had a deadline that I had to meet. Um, and, you know, I had to focus on it. So, uh, and we were also short on stories. So, you know, I made the executive decision to just take a night off. Sometimes you have to do that. But, you know, the show continues. On to our next story. Um... Has anybody ever heard of Anna Wilding? Oh, hold on, hold on a second. Um, I have a comment from Cynthia 39. Cynthia 39 said he built a home to be locked up in when he was convicted. Right. I I watched that in a documentary. They said like he built the prison uh, where they held him in, and then he like found a way out. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Moving on to our next story. Does anybody, has anybody ever heard of a photographer by the name of Anna Wilding? Has anybody ever heard of a photographer by the name of Anna Wilding? Hey. Has anybody, um, Anna Wilding. Um, Anna Wilding is a former White House photographer. Now, um. I'm pretty sure the White House doesn't just hire one photographer. I'm sure there are plenty, but she at one time, uh, particularly during the Obama administration, was a White House photographer. Nobody's heard of, um, okay. You haven't heard of her? All right. Okay, thank you. All right, nobody's heard of her, and and I don't I don't blame you. We never we never usually know the names of of the people who have taken the iconic photos that or the images that we like, right? Anyway, so Anna Wilding, she was a White House photographer, and um, she says that you know she was critically acclaimed, and she took black and white photos of President Obama at a particular angle, and she says she's the only photographer. To take these black and white photos, hey Antoinette, to take, um, hey Too Good RBG, and she's the only photographer to take these black and white photos at this particular angle of President Obama, and her pictures are critically acclaimed. She put out a coffee table book um, some some years ago, like in 2018, and it, a lot of it was pictures of President Obama. Um, now. As we know, uh, President Obama, he's living his best life post-presidency, getting all the deals, including a book deal. President Obama is coming out with a memoir of his time as president. It is called 
A Promised Land. Is anybody planning on getting a copy of President Obama's uh, memoir of the presidency called A Promised Land? If you're planning on getting Obama's presidency memoir, please give me an O in the comments. Okay? I think this will be his third book. Not sure, T. Good RBG. Okay. It can be audiobook or, or, or hard copy, whatever format. If you plan on consuming Obama's up, upcoming uh, memoir book about his time as president, uh, give me an O. Okay, Margaret is Margaret Massey is planning on on doing so. Um, Sincere thirty nine is not, but you have the other. Okay. Well, as you know, when you put out a memoir, usually you have a picture of yourself on the cover, right? Okay, Deirdre's planning on getting it. All right. Um, 76 Grim K said maybe. All right. Okay. Um, now, as you know, when, when someone writes a memoir about their life, there's usually a picture of them on the cover because it's about them. And the picture that is on the cover of President Obama's upcoming book is a picture of him in black and white at an angle. And Anna Wilding, the former White House photographer, is now suing the publisher, Penguin Random House, for copyright infringement because they're saying that she stole, no, that that she's saying that they stole one of her black and white photos of President Obama turned to the left and manipulated it and put it on the cover of the book. And now she wants $50,000. Now, um, keep in mind that uh, since the pandemic, Miss Wilding has been struggling as, and it has been very difficult for her to find work. Um, but yeah, but she's basically saying that the publisher stole her picture and put it on the book cover. Now, the publisher is saying, girl, we didn't steal your picture. This picture was taken by the photographer, Parry Dukovic. <laughs> Miss Wendy said the ghetto. <laughs> Look, people out here trying to eat, girl, okay? So you do what you got to do, I guess. Penguin Random House themselves are saying, uh, excuse me, we had our own photographer take this picture. This picture was taken by Parry Dukovic. So I want, now, Anna, she's not saying they used her picture outright. She's saying they took her picture and messed with it and put it on the cover of the book. So, I want to know from you guys, do you think she is reaching? Do you think that times are hard and Miss Wilding is just kind of grabbing at straws? Or do you think she legitimately believes that she is the only person who's taken black and white photos of President Obama at an angle? Miss Whitney said she wants some dollars. And I, I agree with you, Miss Whitney. President Obama has been, and yes, I continue to call him President Obama, but he has been photographed by probably hundreds of people from hundreds of angles using all different types of filters. Are you really saying that you're the only person who has taken black and white photos of President Obama at an angle and that that's your claim to fame? Um... Sincere 39 said, sounds like a reach. Miss Whitney said, absolutely. 76 Grimke said, reaching. Deirdre Pollock said, maybe Obama told them he looks good at that angle. 
that right okay margaret massey said she's reaching right everybody has you know everybody says you don't take a picture of my good side and it's only so many angles now this is by no means belittling the work of photographers photography it is a skill as well as an art and you know when whereas you know we as lay people we might catch one or two good shots they can get hundreds but ma'am you are not the only White House photographer. You are not the only photographer in the world. You are not the only photographer to have shot President Obama in black and white at an angle. What are you talking about? Anyway, she has filed this copyright infringement suit. So, now whether or not you believe she's reaching, do you think that there is a possibility of her winning? Um... Miss Winnie says she's reaching for the moon and stars. I guess she told Obama, let me get this angle hold still. Um, Deirdre Pollock said, remember Tom Cruise and his photos? Uh, I don't remember, Deirdre. Can you please remind me? Uh, what about Tom Cruise and his photos? Pardon me. Yeah. Um, while Deirdre um, catches me up on what happened with Tom Cruise... So whether or not you believe Deirdre is reaching or not, do you think she has a viable claim? Is there a possibility of her winning? Yes or no? Let me know in the comments. Do you think Deirdre has a shot at getting this $50,000 over this photo of President Obama? Give me a yes. If you think they're going to be like, girl, go on somewhere, give me a no. What do you guys think? You must know what I think. Like... Black and white, ooh, how innovative. From an angle, oh my gosh, you're the only person? Wow. Um, Margaret Massey said no. I agree with you. Miss Whitney said no and no. <laughs> 76 Gimkay said no, girl, bye. <laughs> well, I don't know, Anna. Looks like you're going to have to, you might have to switch professions. Look, it's the pandemic. I'm sorry that things, you know, have, have you know, you've been struggling. Things haven't gone your way. But suing the publisher of the book over a picture that probably hundreds of people have taken, that's not the way. What Miss Whitney said, girl, bye too. Right? Um, Deidre Pollock said, oh, he only takes pictures from a side and angle. That includes movies too. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Um, well, the next time I look at, like, a magazine, when's the last time Tom Cruise was even in a magazine? Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, like I said, the stories were kind of light the last couple of days. I, when I pick stories for us to talk about, I like them to be stories that, you know, we can all dig our teeth into. And some of the stories, they were just kind of out there and dry. And it's like, if I can't, if I can't get excited, how am I going to get you excited about it? Right? So I want to pick quality stories for you. So today we only had two that I felt like, um, really qualified as that. Remember that you can always DM me stories if you find anything that you think is interesting. But we do have time for some Q&A before we log off, okay? So if you guys have any questions, now is the time to ask if you have questions about business formation, like registering your business with the state, if you have questions about contracts, about branding, brand protection strategies, um, about hiring policies, about EIN numbers, about DUNS numbers, now is the time to ask. If you have any questions about the stories we covered this week, we got into 
heated discussions about Dr. Dre's divorce from his wife and, and, you know, ownership over the trademarks. We also had a lot of stories about uh, athletes trademarking, uh, you know, things about their game that are, are going to make them money and just being very smart businessmen. So now is the time to ask. If you don't have questions, then, you know, we can move on to something else uh, or we can just close out for the night. 76 Grimke said, I read that Dr. Dre's wife stole $300,000 worth of money from one of their accounts. Um, uh, 76 Grimke, I, I, I can't say whether that's true or not. I know that she's accusing him of, of you know, hiding money too. I don't, I don't have these rich people problems and I don't want them. <laughs> T Good RBG said, why is it good to get with Dunn and Brad? Okay. T, um, TR, T Good RBG, your Dunn's and Brad street number, your Dunn's number. It's like your business passport. So if you sell a product that you ever want to get into Target or some type of big box store, they're going to ask you for your Dunn's number because that's going to have your history as a supplier. As well, if you want to ever apply for business credit, high Rick T737, apply for business credit or a line of credit, you need a Dunn's number so you can start building credit for your business, okay? Um, as well, you need it. You need a Dunn's number if you're an app developer. You need a Dunn's number to be on the Apple iOS um, app space. So, uh, I actually, I have a post. If you go on um, through my post, I have a, I have a, um, a graphic that says ten reasons why you need a Dunn's number. But those are some of the ones right off the top of my head. The big ones are if you want to be a supplier to a big box store, and if you want to get business credit or uh, you know. Uh, yes, build business credit for your business. And um, I'm trying to think of the uh, oh yeah, and and app development. If you're if you're an app developer, you used to need the uh, the Dunn's number for becoming a federal contractor, but the federal government has has started implementing their own number for you know bidding for federal contracts called the SAMI number. Okay, you're welcome, T. Good RBG. All right, do we have any more questions? We have about four minutes left. Before we end, um, so now's your time to ask people. Um, as always, I want to thank you for your participation. You guys are really awesome. You make this show so much fun. It's a week, even though sometimes I be tired. I know that my people are waiting for me. So when I do take a night off, please know that it's because I needed to and not because I don't care. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we will be back on Monday with more stories. Uh, and I... Yes, we'll be back on Monday. I need to tell you. Make sure you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and check out all I'm doing. Oh, thank you, 76 Grimke. Uh, thank you for thank you for being such a faithful viewer. Like, you are a soldier, uh, and I love having you in the live broadcast. But thank you all for your attention, for your time. Take care of yourselves this weekend. Be safe, uh, and bye.